Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can choose why I'm Hey, folks, here we are. We're back. We got to make up for last week's episode. Holy hell. Woof. I was stinker. I was in the shower going, oh, you blew it. You suck. You're going to get replaced by Shelby. No clink, all stink. You got that That's right. That's what I say. Yeah. And it hasn't even come out yet. That's what's crazy because we're recording ahead of time. Sitting here, it hasn't come out. I know we're just going to get lambasted, yes. boiled, boiled, yes. and soiled. Aha. Uh-huh. Call the moil, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a doozy. But you'll you'll heard it by this point. Popeye Doyle, ah, <laughs> Doyle rules. Fun character, great movie. Oh, fantastic! That Just fun. Is a film. They don't make the French Connection anymore. Well, it's a film. I'll tell you who didn't like it. Old fat Ronan Hirschberg is oh. piece of shit. He like does He's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. What movie? <laughs> Big. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't John, get it. The, the toy, yeah. John Hurd, is that his name? That Hurd. guy's too good. I don't get it. Oh, this guy's <laughs> this guy's good. Woo. Bob's office is bigger than my office. He, uh, John Lovitz has a fun little cameo in that. Oh, also, uh, does he ever. He, big as he's 14 or 13, 12, 12 and he's railing 12. that lady. I know. It's hot stuff. It's very exciting. And uh, Sarah, my wife, did a great sketch on it. Good spoof. Oh, really? Well, the woman's calling her friend the next day, and she's like, I've been fucking a 12-year-old. It's terrible. Oh, that's great. I mean, because it's really why That lady has to live with that. I mean, uh, she has raped a human being, essentially. I mean, he was into it, I think, but he was going to be clueless, but it's pedophilia. She's on a bunk bed. They, they touched her leg. She, she's fallen in love <laughs> and probably sucked him off. Oh, no doubt about it. Probably at the, the amusement park. How good is that redheaded kid oh, from Overboard? We talk about this and, kid. Uh, uh, honey, I shrunk my, my dick. Yes, yes that kid's yes, phenomenal. That I forget his so name. Good. He's in a band. We did, we did, we did this whole thing. Yeah, we talked about yeah, this. We looked a, up the band. He's a prize, that kid. Uh, he's he's give, aces. Give him a goog. That, uh, I think we already did all this. All right, all right, all right. Well, hey, a little shout out never hurt anybody. I'm your best friend. What's more important than that? Oh, Ooh. that line, it hits. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco Pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. I think we did this, too. Oh, jeez. I think we're the full uh, rerun. All right. Well, every now and then it's nice to hear an old song on the radio. What a film. Hell of a tale. Uh, it was called George Washington, OGW. <laughs> Great film. Anyways, French Connection rules. Ronan has a special. He's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He hates John Hughes. He hates John Candy. He hates the French Connection. But he's very funny. Go watch his special. And yes. maybe watch it, subscribe, blow it up so I don't have to do that goddamn podcast anymore. Really yes. make him huge so he quits. And yeah, I can stop talking to him. Also, uh, I was there. I was at the show. He ripped it. So check it out. It's lunch. I bought him a, I bought him a domain name, jokesfromtheunderground.com. Is where you get the special. Jokesfromtheunderground.com. If you want a domain purchased... Chuck's your man. Master of your domain. You want anything else done? Chuck's not your man. But no, uh, he can sir. really buy a domain, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but still, any jizz. Still waiting on stuff. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, it's, what a, it's good to see you. You look like 100 bucks. Thank you. I'll take 100 in this inflation. That's not great. Green and wrinkly as an old Milton Berle. 
Uh, I feel like a hundred bucks, green and wrinkly. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> and he, great. And he steals. That's that's a joke. He stole. Oh, whoever wrote that is a killer. That's a funny joke. <laughs> green and wrinkly. He never he never was good. He stunk. He had a huge piece and a weird face, but nothing comes to mind. Big cock and like taking jokes, I guess. So yeah. it's weird though when you're just a thief. You're kind of like, so what's your skill? I don't understand. You you say it out loud. That's I guess skill. he's good at saying it. He's one of the old, I mean, he did vaudeville. He was all the way back in there, and uh, no talent. No, stinks. By the way, the first sip of tea, always a gamble. Always. I just dumped boiling water on my tongue, folks. Uh, You're okay, but... Uh, yeah, I hate the hot sip. I want to cool it. Cool I feel sip. Like, uh, Kramer and the the latte. Well, I tweeted. You know, when like you have all these tweets from when you had 300 followers. Oh, those were the days. I tweeted in 1985. The I love tea except for the first and last sip are horrible uh-huh. because the first one boils your tongue. The la- I didn't tweet this part. The last one, it's just like lukewarm. It's shit. And it, it was like water. it was like a big tweet at the time. It uh-huh. had like three retweets and fourteen whoa, favorites, and I was like, "Whoa!" There, I'm like, "I broke through, baby." Yeah, those were the days. I mean, it just shows that things have changed. Like, I would go back. I was like, "Let me put in a slur for gay people in the search bar with oh, my name," and my it was just God, like, "Forget about first it." First of all, it was just my dad calling me that, <laughs> and then secondly, it was me with jokes saying that, and you're like, "Wow, it was a different time." A different time, different strokes for different folks, and uh, you know what it is? The world got too connected. We were, you know, if I tweeted, you saw it, you know, my my aunt, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, now uh, Barack Obama's going, "Hey, who's this bigot?" Well, by the way, speaking of Obamas, Uh-oh. I was in the room with Michelle. I mean, isn't this wild? Michelle Obama and I, same venue. What? Sure. She's 350 miles away. I'm in section 941, and she's in section first lady, but still. Sure, sure. Ex-first lady, and a big Jer was there. A big Jer was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, we saw. I bumped into I got crazy yeah, wait, stories. Wait, I mean, wait, I, wait, I got you stories. I got stories Come right on. up my ass. Take a look at my ass. See those Holy, stories? There's a lot of tails in there. There's so many. Wow, that's, that's like tail. Aesop's anal over that's, here. That's, Aesop's anal. <laughs> write it down, Chuck. Can you handle that, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You fucked me. He can get you uh, goods, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it looks a little little dry, but um, uh, <laughs> a little dry. A little, did your girl make these? No, no I bought from a bakery. Oh, a, okay. Oh, look at the bags. I felt bad because I met your lady. Yeah, she made yeah. us some cookies. Yes, yeah, very good cookies there. Good cooks. Jen, Vicky's. Even the second one you like. The second Claire. batch is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you got another batch? No, the one with the Royersford batch. Ah, the Royers. The first batch. Remember that dog oh. shit? It was a pile of bricks. Oh, I lost three teeth, fortunately. <laughs> yeah, you should see her batch. Uh, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, ba- batch, batch is a good name for uh, a semen. I batch. threw a nice hot batch. That is gold, yeah. A hot batch. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard baby batter, I said, whoo, sign this guy. <laughs> Put him on the team. Baby batter. Baby batter. You got to get the baby batter out of the noggin. Goo, jizz. I mean, goo. <laughs> goo. goo gobbler is goo. classic. That, it never gets old. Goo, jizz, semen, uh, cum. What uh, else is there? Uh, spunk. Load, spunk, splooge. Splooge. Splooge yeah, is jizz, nice. Uh, Wasn't splooge a soda for a while? A spur. Splur. Splurge. 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 Is that right? There's also no, Surge. 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 That's splurge. a guy. It's my super. Surge. Splurge is what you do when you you know you buy some clothes right, or whatever. Yeah. I splurged. And then the squirt. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about squirt soda. Oh, soda. 
I yeah. think meant for a term for jizz. I was oh, just yes no, 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 I'm no, like, no. I don't think so. Jizz squirting is the lady stuff. Aim my jizz, point my goo. That was a great Henry Phillips story. There's a place in north of L.A. called Point Magoo. Mm. And then he was at, I've got to fuck up the story, but he was doing a gig. And he said, uh, I always remember the name of this town because whenever I fuck my wife, I always point Magoo. Oh, that's great. Some other guy, I guess, I think I'm doing the story right. There's another comic being like, that's good. Can I use that? And then he was like, I guess. I mean, you can use it if you need to. And then the guy was doing the show. Was it Milton Berle? He screwed up the name and he goes, folks, it's good to be up here. I always remember the name of this town because whenever I pull out, I always aim my jizz. (laughs) And the crowd was like, what? Uh... Because Point Magoo (laughs) is the name of the town. This guy just said, aim my jizz. And they were like, I guess, you aim your jizz. I don't even know what that means. That's classic. It's so funny when you you try to make a word. Because we're just looking for bits constantly. Like I was in uh, Kansas City, and you're like, what's the fun about Kansas City? I need some Kansas City riffs. And some guy's like, well, the Mahomes is big here. I'm Mahomes. Mahomes, which, you know, some quarterback or whatever the hell he is, some mm-hmm. mixed uh, weirdo. And I was like, all right, Mahomes. What the hell can I do with Mahomes? And this Mexican guy was like, what's going on with the football? And I said, easy, Mahomes. And it killed. But it's such a reach. Uh, all right, Magoo. Ouch. Mahomes. Uh, it worked, but Mahomes on fire. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. I threw yeah. it out there. Well, it just shows we'll how do big a short of a... one this week, folks. Uh, I'll be at the uh, Funny Bone <laughs> coming up, and uh, take care. See you next week. You get a bump on a local thing, I guess. People like a local zing. Local's big. Let me see if I have any good locals. Because sometimes you have a local and you're proud of it. You're like, ooh, that was big. Well, I was just in R- Richmond, Virginia. They call it short pump. That's oh, yeah, they... short pump. And, yes. of course, you say that's what I call my dick. And they're like, <laughs> they go ape shit because they know their uh, they know Ouch. their shit. Oh goodness gracious! What are you turning into out there? <laughs> it's um, bad. I got a, the rainbow suspenders. I got a crate of props. <laughs> I remember uh, the first time I did Baltimore. It was like the first gig I did with DePaulo outside of the initial, the yeah. first road. And I remember being like, "Boy, you guys are dumb. You guys are Baltimoreans." I'm uh, thinking that was really something. But yeah. I'm sure somebody had Baltimoreans. Oh before. yeah, oh yeah. And then I remember coming up with. Missouri loves company and being like, I think I've told this story. I was like, this is printed. Get some uh, bumper stickers. This is huge. Yeah. And then a quick Google and there's about 4,800 uh, yeah. results. And they're like, that's our slogan, you piece of shit. And right. I was like, all yeah, right. I thought I had something. I told them to say, I said, Virginia's for lovers. And they said, uh. <laughs> but speaking of DePaulo, Goo Gobbler. There was an O&A episode where Patrice is going, man, you've gotten soft. You lost your edge. You used to be so cool and tough and ballsy. And DePaul's like, I don't know what you're talking about, whatever. And then like an hour later, Patrice brings up a guy. He goes, that guy's a fucking goo gobbler. And Patrice is like, anything I ever said about you going soft, I take it back. It's a great clip. Uh, goo gobbler's goo. great. He has another great one that I love. He says, you big girl. He's like, that guy's a big girl. And, so uh, good. Funny guy. He was in New York this weekend, I, I heard. <laughs> but uh, I didn't hear from him. I thought I felt the darkness. Yeah. Well, any jizz, let's, I mean, where have you been? I mean, what yeah, do you want to do? Because I just had the, I'm coming off the craziest weekend of my entire life. Well, let me drop a batch right in your uh, belly button hair, and I'll get out of your hair, and then you go. Yeah, don't you hate when the load gets all the way in there, and you got to really scoop it out? It's bad. It's like a hot tub of, of mayonnaise. That would be fun, a jizz hot tub. Where's that scene in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? <laughs> Have a couple kids just hanging out in the, the navel there. That's not bad, the navel base. <laughs> <laughs> Naval oranges. Yeah. So uh 
had one of those just uh, back to front flawless weekends. Ooh. You know, I don't want to say flawless, but I mean, first off, you fly out on Thursday, flights on time, mm. hour and a half flight, take a little nap, a Rooney, you're good to go. Get to the gig, sold out. Chris L, Alex Castain. Oh, Castain, I love that guy. Good guys, good Chris. eggs, good weekend. And shows were good, no heckle, new stuff, working out, hanging out in the green room, watching Goodfellas, bullshitting, eating ice cream, having drinks. Next day, went to a uh, Jewish diner called Pearly's. Hey, Pearly. Got to recommend it. Got the, the matzo ball soup the size of my dad's asshole. Huge. Then did the two shows that night. Great. Got drunk. Had a fun night. Went to a dispensary. Bought some weed. Saturday. Great shows. Fly out on Sunday on 9-11. Ah. Not a hitch. Peace. Never forget. No hitch. Christopher Hitch. Hitchens. Mm. Yeah. So easy peasy. I, I got nothing. Chris, uh, Chris, we hung out. His wife showed up at the end. Uh, we, we bounced bits. We had a good time. We went and oh, got pho. Pho? Pho. Metella. Pho. What? Huh? Yeah, uh, you know, the soup. I know. about. The, I, I hear this, and I, I don't know what it is. I'm not, I'm not interested. It's a Vietnamese soup. It's very brothy. It's got steak in it. They put the steak in raw. It's so thin mm. that it cooks in the broth. Oh. Very nice. I go pho over ramen. Interesting. For sure. All right. So are you done? Is that all you got? Because well, I mean, we, we got about fifty-eight minutes to go here. Well, tomorrow I'm going to Red Rocks. Oh, that'll be something. Back. Next week's episode. Yeah. You're back by Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, are we shooting on Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, late. Yes. Yes. Great. Four thirty. Um, Great. <clears throat> I got. I got a confession. Confession time. You know me. I'm a stubborn asshole. People say you gotta see it. Oh, God, you got to see it. I go, shut up. Fuck you. I'm not seeing it. And uh -oh. every time someone says you got to see it, I double down. Yeah. I go, how about this? I'll never see it. I see. So I got the wife out of town, and uh, I got free reigns on entertainment. So I'm watching sports all day. I'm watching, you know, gay porn all day. Sure. Like, like, I'm shooting gay porn with my parents. Yes, yes. And all the I'm, dreams. I'm having a nice time. But then sometimes you get stuck. You want to mix it up. Oh, you got to mix. And so Chuck's blabbing on and on about this, uh, the rehearsal. Nathan Fielder, ah, is this this guy's name? Yes. People love the Fielder. So I go, I'll check out the rehearsal because it pops up. It's on my main page. Mm. I watch it. Very interesting show. Yes, he's outside the box, this guy. He's a little kooky. So I'm watching. I go, that's really interesting. I don't really laugh. I'm going, huh, mm -hmm. that's interesting. That's, some, that's clever. Boy, they let him do that. Yeah. So then I go, okay, well... No one really talks about this show. Everyone's talking about this, Nathan, for you. And I pitched a show for a... You know how it is to try to come up and develop a show. Tell me about it. I had two girls, one cup way before them. It was a two-year process. My 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 best bud out in L.A., Chris Walsh, you know him. He's in the movie. He plays Uncle Maki. Fantastic. Buy the movie, for God's sakes. Fifteen bucks. He's fantastic. So we, he was like my partner in this thing. And this guy, if you ever get a show or something cooking, you hire Chris Walsh. Okay, Walshy. This guy's all over every. I mean, he does 100% of the work. I felt like a fraud. He just did everything. Yeah. So smart, so funny. This guy should be a millionaire. This business isn't fair, but that's a whole other topic. Uh-huh. So that when we were pitching the show, they kept all these network, the suits, they kept being like, Nathan for you, Nathan for you. It should be like, Nathan for you. Have you ever watched this? And I just resented these yes. people. I'm like, fuck this show. I'm making my own show. But I don't give a fuck about Nathan for you. Isn't there a weird part of you that hopes you make a show and ha have a million people recommend it? 
Of course. But now I'm just one guy. He's huge. He's got a huge show. But when you're trying to pitch a show, oh, everyone goes, I see. don't worry about What about this guy? I it's see. all they're talking about the whole time. Uh, Nathan, Nathan, now, Joe, yes, it's my show. Yes. What are we doing? We can't just make his show. Not Nathan, Joe. So I resented this guy. I hated the show. I hated him. Oh, so boy. this weekend I go, let's see what this Nathan for you horseshit's all about. Uh-huh. Blown! It's amazing. Blown. It's the best. It's a what great a show. show. This guy's a genius. It's the best. He's incredible. He's the, it's the best show I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Other than Seinfeld, of course. He flipped <laughs> the whole comedy thing up on its head. It's totally original, totally uh, different. It's, the best. it's wacky. I'm on the floor. I'm crying. I stay up till three in the morning. I can't stop watching this guy. This guy's I'm such bonkos. a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. I should have watching. Well, when 38. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. One second. We're back. Yeah. Had a couple testicle difficulties. Yes, as cancer. 45 minutes have passed, so I lost my energy and my passion, but... Boner's gone. That show's unbelievable. Great show. The guy's a... He's a genius, and uh, thank God for Comedy Central when they had some, some cojones, and they would give a guy like that a shot. Was that Comedy Central? Oh, you better believe it, Fanny. No kidding. It's on HBO. It's on HBO Max now. Yeah. Which yeah. is the way to watch a show because there's no commercials. You cruise right through it. It's right there. You got that right. I can't believe that was 10 years ago. Oh, I'm so yeah. fucked up with time. I'm like, oh, uh, it came out three, four years ago. The, now, how does a guy like that get a show? What did he do before? He, he sent, was a writer? He sent in videos. And he was such a genius because going viral was the thing then. And he was like, I bet I can go viral. And then I think that was the original video, and he pitched it to Comedy Central and showed them the video, and they were like, hire this man. Well, he made the pig and the goat yes, yes, thing. Yes, yes, Which exactly. was insane. And Dumb Starbucks was huge, too. Right, right, It was right. also like a phenomenon. And they also hired the uh, workaholics off of YouTube. Oh, so they were like yeah. on a thing there. Nathan Fielder also came up with Seth Rogen. They were like together oh, in high school doing oh, drama and improv. Younger, isn't he? Same age. Wow. What? And he's in, he's I thought he was younger than me. He's in one of the Seth Rogen movies. No he, kidding. He's a limo driver in the night before. Ah, I don't even know that movie. But I don't either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch love much, it. But yeah. oh, I mean, th- this show was blowing my tits off. I'm sure you've all watched it already, but maybe you haven't. Uh, get on there, HBO Max. I, I, I can't wait to get home. I'm like binging yeah. this thing. I'm on the floor when he's doing. He's doing the the impractical jokers thing, but with a seven year old on a job interview. I'm I'm dying. The caricature. I mean, why did you jump uh, into Nathan for jokes. you if you thought re- rehearsal was okay? Because everyone talks about Nathan for oh, you, the okay. rehearsal's the new one, and the rehearsal's not funny. Everyone talks about how Nathan for you is funny, so I was like, "Well, Nathan for you has got to be better than this show." Yes, and I don't hate that show, but it's like a drama. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It is. But if you watch the whole thing, it's an experiment. I haven't watched the whole thing. It's yet. Pre- it gets pretty. Like I don't want to say dark, but it gets pretty serious. I fucked up on that show because I accidentally started watching in the third episode first, yeah. and I was lost. I was like, what the hell are we doing with these people? What's going on? Well, the crazy thing, the first episode's all at Alligator Lounge, which is insane. I know, I know, and they recreate it, I hear. And I saw uh, Trey Galleon's in there. Ah, yeah, good for fun. old Galley. I think he's like, was just actually at the Alligator Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but- is that the one in Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. one with the pizza. We did shows there for years. Years, I spent, I sent a lot, brought a lot of dates there because you got the free pizza and the booze. So oh it was yeah, a dinner and a, and a drink. It was weird seeing it on TV because you're like, this looks the same. And I haven't been there. I mean, I drank my face off in there. Oh, tell me about it. It was some Betty. good show. Robert Dean had a show yeah, there. That's right. I that think Sachi had a show there. That was a that was a hot little room. And then there was the Crocodile Lounge on 14th yes. Street, and that was a hopping joint. Boy, <laughs> sometimes I think maybe I should go back to these bar shows. 
You know, you think about all this time going by, like uh, 9-11 just passed. want to give out a shout-out to our fallen terrorists. And it's 21 years ago. 21. 21. They can legally drink. They can drink. 9-11. And, and drive and vote and all that. And, and, you know, we did so much comedy, and we just put our head down and got drunk and e- eat out girls and do sets and do the road, and it just whizzes by, and then here we are. It's strange. Well, so I'm going to get into my whole crazy weekend, but I was at Pearl Jam last night, and I'll, I'll give a teaser, then I'll come back to the beginning. Please, tease me. But um, you're there, and I was getting like emotional because we're all leaving. Everyone's filing out, and everyone's in their 40s and 50s now, and you have this thought of like through the passage of time, we've all grown up together. Like you're like, I, my first Pearl Jam episode was 96, oh. which is 26 years ago Woo! now. Is that right? Can Man, that be right? It wouldn't date Leo. Huh? Leo wouldn't date it. Uh, uh, right. Leo. <laughs> I flipped that. I kept asking about Leo because I was at the open all weekend, and I, I have an in there, the, the the guy that's part of the USDA. I was like, is Leo here? And he's like, Jamie Foxx is here. And I'm like, that's, ah, that's not the same. Uh, Fox is no Leo. Well, he's a talented son of an onion, Fox. Oh, of but, course. But Leo, you want to just look at that fucking mug. Well, you know what it is? Fox feels more accessible. Uh, he's a comedian. We're comedians. Sure. We saw him on In Living Color. Jamie Foxx show. Yeah, he's Booty not call. hot. Like, DiCaprio is, like, mysterious. Yeah, you got Django. They're both in Django. Of course. But, yeah, DiCaprio's got mystique. He's got mystique. That I mean, face, and we've jerked off to him. I, Jamie Foxx, I, I, maybe I'm not putting it right, but he's not a, he's a huge movie star, but he doesn't, he's not like that. There's like DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Yeah, And, like, Denzel. Tom Cruise, Denzel. Yes. There's like a few... The legend status. There's the real pointy tip of, of the, the sphere. Uh, of the sphere. No, that doesn't make sense. The sphere. The sphere's round by by definition, I think. Not the tip of it. The tip of the spear. Oh, spear. Yes. I think you said sphere. Oh, no. Horrible Those are movie. close. Yes, sphere, sphere and sphere. And sphere. Yeah, you're not... Complete you're not opposites. Wrong. Ari spheres. Complete, right? One's pointy and one's rounded. Yeah. How about that? Mm, interesting. Spear. That was an old uh, Chris Rock joke. He's like, can you believe we voted for Obama in America? Obama. That that guy, that name sounds like he'd be holding a spear. Which I remember loving that joke when it came out. That's got to be awkward for you because he did the whole thing. There will never be a black president. You're I was like, just thinking about that the other day. That didn't hold up great. Not in my lifetime. You want to go, hey, you want to answer for this? Um, Half black. But, but he, we voted for him twice, so that counts as a full. Half black. Half black. That's fun. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh. Hey, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Better Help. Yeah. A word from our sponsor, Better Help. Sometimes you can fixate on a problem for so long that you don't take the time to find a solution. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better person and a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small. I'm a big believer in therapy. August, all these therapists go out of town, and uh, I wish I was using the better help this past month because I was just waiting for my therapist to come back. And uh, I've been I've been struggling. I've been all over the place. I started doing cocaine again, and uh, you know my 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 uncle and I got in a huge fist fight. I'm so glad my therapist is coming back this week. 
you got to get some therapy. I know there's a lot of you. Some of you have tweeted at me, commented, written things. And as soon as I hear from you, I think this person needs therapy. You know what you need? You need better help. It's online therapy that offers video, phone, and chat therapy sessions. You can choose not to see anyone on camera if you want, if you're as ugly as I am. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. I'm telling you, you got to get on it. My life is as good as it is because I started going to therapy. I went to therapy when I was a child. That's what a mess I was. I was a child therapist. You can do that here, too. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tuesdays today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Tuesdays. Hey, hey, folks. What's shaking? Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Just like your parents, some things just better when they're separate. You know it, you love it. The Jews in Palestine. Uh, what else? Rollerbladers and skateboarders. Segregation, you name it. Now the folks over at Sheath are finally separating your dick from your balls. I'm wearing them right now. I'm looking at them. My junk looks good. The lady likes them. They feel good. They look good. They smell bad. But that's on me. You gotta get Sheath. I'm wearing them. What more do you need to know? U.S. Army soldier and Tuesday Robert Patton knew there had to be a better way to keep his dick from sticking to his leg, and Sheath was born comfy and cool. Sheath comes in so many different patterns. You can have a pair ready for any occasion, and they didn't leave out the ladies either. They comfort you guys. You know them for your balls, and Sheath has applied the same technology to the boobs with the sports brassiere. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS and get 20% off your first order and Sheath's 100% money-back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TUESGAYS. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your balls. Any jizz. I watched Nathan for you. What a time. Oh, but then Pearl Jam. So, yeah, 26 years ago. Yes. And you're leaving. Everyone's 40s, 50s, gray hair, sweaty. And I'm like, wow, these are all the same people. I know. From 1996. Unbelievable. It's like a little community. You're in a cult. It's quite a community. I don't know about cult, but uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Cult 45. Yeah, cult fiction. Like uh, Culta. Hey, he was there. No. Yes, he, he was, was there. Uh, Harlem? He was Harlem. No, that was invite only. So oh, let me sorry. get let me okay, just, we got a lot let me of just begin at the beginning. Face here. Because this weekend is the weekend all end all weekends. Oh my god, Chuck's moving again. We already Uh-oh. had technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. What are you doing, Sea Dog? <laughs> all right, well, see, this is gonna be tough to top because I mean we've you've met Springsteen, you met McCartney, you met the uh the other guy, uh, Louis Meryl C.K. Streep. Yes, the Meryl Jonas Streep. twins. Joe, you met the Jonas twins? That I made up, but they were ah, there yesterday. They okay. were one of the celebrities. It's cute, weird. cute boys. I'm at an age now, and an age, and living a life where they're showing the celebrities at the open, and I have to be like this. Who's that? Ah, uh, yes. Because I don't watch anything. I don't right. know. I, I gotta get. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make an effort to really get more involved nah. in the pop culture scene, so it's, I can go. Oh, there's Retta. Do you know <laughs> Retta? Greta Thunberg? No, Retta. Oh, Retta. Hmm. I know... Uh, Just a woman named Retta? Reba. I know Reba McIntyre. McIntyre, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, she's fun. Yeah, I don't know what she sings, but I know what she yeah. looks like. She's ugly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Retta. She's in a sitcom. Is she British? I think she's a big black woman who's oh, on Parks no. and Rec, I think. Oh, Retta. Retta. 
yes. I've been on Reddit, but I don't uh, know. Reddit, uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't go near Reddit with a 10-foot pole. I don't either. I mean, and, and nor should Chuck or any of us. No, please don't go. I wrote a few things. Uh, but, yeah, Reddit, I'm aware of. Yeah, well, she was one of the celebs, and I had to be like do a quick Google, because everyone around us was like, oh, my God, Reddit. And I'm like, who's this? And it's this comedian. I'm like, I, I, this is unbelievable. I'm a comedian. I don't know her. Is she at the Pearl Jam? No, open. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to say, she doesn't really fit the dim. Uh, no, no dim. Bad dim. But the Williams sisters were there. Let me begin All at the right, beginning. We got a lot to queef on. I mean, so this is the weekend. <coughs> Not the artist. Then there's Vampire Weekend and The Weekend. Ah, uh, yeah. That's confusing. And I'm working to The Weekend. <laughs> Everybody's working for The Weekend. Oh, is that Loverboy? <laughs> That's Loverboy. That's a Patrick Dempsey movie. Is that right? Oh yeah, lover boy. No Remember kidding. he would uh he was a d- pizza delivery guy and the woman would say extra anchovies and that meant she wanted to get fucked. Oh, I'm not familiar. I'm oh. not going to watch as soon as I'm done with Nathan for you. I'm going into Lover Boy. I'll send you a link. Please do. Oh yeah. Stink. Stink. Uh, <clears throat> stink. How bad does a does a pussy have to stink before you're losing your boner? Uh, it's never happened and I've had some real dumpsters. I mean, I've I've had a lot of swamps in my day. You know, I was just out there in a canoe going, "Whoo, Jesus." Somebody I, uh, light a match. I feel bad because testicles can really smell. I mean, I'll, oh. like a lot of times, my hands are on my balls most times and there's a camera not on me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'll scratch my face or paint a Hitler mustache on, and I get a whiff of those testicles. It's, it's like smelling salt. You go to bed. I'm up. It's bad, but it's contained. It hits a ceiling. I stink. see, I see. It's like a ceiling, as stinky as balls can get, that's how stinky they've gotten. Right, but a vagina, it's the, the sky's the limb. Exponential stink on yeah. a puss. Yes, yes, I mean, woo, there's been a few bogs. I mean, bogs? Wade bogs. That's what I was thinking. No, Great bog hitter. is like a like a swampy river. Bog down. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've had a, I've had, but look, I the, my ball sack. If I get between the sack and the thigh in that gooey mm. <laughs> Satan's alley, Woo-wee! I could really stop traffic. You can get a film. There's a film <laughs> yes, in there. Yes, there's a film. It's not the best picture, I'll no. tell you that. Oh, no. I think I want a Razzie. But, yeah. It's a brutal film. Bad news. Um, but any, let me just get right. <coughs> there. I think I got long COVID or long semen. balls. <laughs> so, we're coming up to the week. And you, know, you know me. I'm a big tennis head, tennis nut, and I went to day two of the U.S. Open, which is fun to go to the early rounds because everybody's still in it, and, and it's just an all-day affair, and there's top players playing on these little courts, so it's yes. very exciting. Yes. So I was there, but then I had to go visit Sarah down in Houston, so I missed a chunk, ah. but I was at home watching on TV. She's on you know, TikTok. She lets me watch tennis, which is nice. Are you doing the, the classic sitcom husband where you're like at the event going, oh, shit, you know, you got the, the transistor radio, touchdown. What is that? Oh, I touched down to my foot here. Well, we've touched on this before. I think we talked about this, the, ah. home, the home improvement, yes. because I'm just like, uh. why don't you just break up? That sounded like Chewbacca. <laughs> or Yoda. Right. Yoda. <laughs> but uh, these people that are like, you're not watching the game tonight, honey boy. Yeah. Why don't you just be like this? All right, let's call it, let's call it splits. <laughs> I completely agree. 
<laughs> like, I'd like to watch it. Yeah. You're on TikTok. I'm watching tennis. Who gives a fart? I never got those relationships. Happy wife, happy life. I can't be happy. This. Why would she want me to not be happy? That's yeah. a horrible woman. Yeah. Marriage is a disaster. It's but a bad idea. Who would do it? It's going to be fun. Yeah. So I come back for the tournament. So then I go, I got to go to another round. I'm addicted. I'm watching every minute of this goddamn tournament. So I go, I'm going to the men's semifinal. Got it. But I start buying my ticket early. And you know when you, you th- a lot of times you think. You think you're thinking. You think but you're your thinking. thinking is stinking. Ah. Like you think something out and then you do it and then you're like, I did it all wrong because I'm a fucking moron. Yes, yes. This happens with like train math sometimes. They call it train math here in the city where you're like, we'll take the four, oh, we'll switch to the L. Right. And every once in a while it works out. That's true. You know, sometimes overthinking will fuck up your thinking. Like I used to box and, you know, I'm a stiff honky and they'd be going one, two, one, two. And he would go, you're thinking too much. You got to just let it flow. And I think that's why black guys are so good at boxing and dancing and fucking my ass because they can just let go. They let it. They let it. They let it go. They're cooler. Yes. Where I was just trying to analyze and, you know, figure it all out. Snake. Remember that? Richard Pryor. He's talking about hiking. He's like, black guys, we hike it through the woods like, snake. Oh, He's like, yeah. white guys like, go, go, go. Right, right, exactly. Very good bit. It's good for colonizing <laughs> and taxes and stuff like that. But sure. Yeah, not boxing. But any just so I'm doing the math, and there's about, you know, there's 16. We're in the the uh, the round of 16. So okay. I'm doing the math of who's going to be in the semifinal. The Epsteins. So I buy my semifinal night session early, because that's when they put the prime guys. And I'm oh. like, I'm pretty sure this is going to be my boy, Carlos Alcaraz is going to be in there, but it's going to go up in price if I wait, because then they'll see the stars. So I'm buying early, gambling that who I want to see is going to be in it. Okay, now can I ask? Please. Prices? I'm clueless on the open. This is about 300 bones for the top section, by the way. Inflation, tennis is very expensive. 300 bucks for this ticket. Ooh-wee. Now, I'd like to go to the other semifinal. Of course, there's two semifinals. That's the nature of a semifinal. So that's a day session, like 3 p.m., and I go, I'm going to wait on this because mm. I don't think the big stars are going to make it all the way. I so see. So I buy one early, and I put off the other one. Big stars meaning the athlete or the big the, a- st- the okay, athlete. got it. So then it all works out. The big guy, Nick Kyrgios, who I can't stand but everyone loves, mm. he gets bounced, but he's the big ticket. So as soon as he gets to eliminated, the ticket prices plummet. Oh. So then I jump on it. So both gambles worked out because the tickets went up on the other one. Wow, it's like stocks. Yes, so I bought early on one and the ticket prices went up and then I bought late on the other, and the ticket prices went down. I felt like a genius. Wow! Now I wonder if there's guys out there who watch this shit and go buy early. It'll go up, and then we'll sell it. Oh, of course. That's yes, got to be a whole another ball game over there. Well, that's fun. So you know me, I'm always looking to upgrade. So when I'm walking into the event, I'm just checking Ticketmaster StubHub just to see. Yeah. And I went to the big match, Francis Tiafo. He's the big hot American. Aha. Uh-huh. Looks like Daniel Kaluuya. Ooh. And then there's, uh, you know, Carlitos Alcaraz, who's like my number one hunk teen. This guy's unbelievable. Oh, my God. I watched a couple games. This guy's dong is poking out the whole time. I had a semifinal. He's got a pokey dong. He's got the best thighs I've ever seen. Oh, this thigh meat. Perfect hairline, too. Where is he, Spain? Spanish, yes. Ooh, 19 years old, 19! this kid. 19! 
these queefs. Vamos, carritos. He had a, quite a maraca poking out, and he kept doing this shit all, all night, mm-hmm. like moving his pants. I was like, I want to fuck this kid. Uh, me too. I'd, I'd love to fuck any kid, really. But Sure. So. <laughs> In a perfect world. So I get the uh, I get the tickets. I'm all excited, but I'm checking the StubHub as I'm walking in because I'm like, maybe I could upgrade because tickets might plummet right before the event. Plummet. One guy put his ticket up $98,000, which I laughed at. <laughs> Because you could tell he's going to the event, but he goes, you know what? For a hundred grand, I'll skip it. Throws uh-huh. it up there because you never know. Maybe Seinfeld goes, ah, I really want to see this match. Yeah, good point. Although the irony is, the richer you are, the more free shit you get. Jerry the, Seinfeld just calls the opening, goes, I want to go, and they set up a box. The rich get richer. I mean, he shows up. You get a couple photos in Us Weekly. That sells some tickets right there. So it's uh, good for the goose. It's good for the gander. Yeah, Michelle Obama's not like, I need two for the uh, right. for the big semi. Exactly. Anyone scalping? So that do you get the binoculars? Because I'd be out there looking for the celebs just as much as watching the, uh, the rackets. No, but I did bring my camera, which has the zoom. I got a nice ah. little camera, so I was getting right down on there. And then, of course, Michelle Obama. So I go to the semifinal Friday night. Huge event. Tiafo, Alcaraz, the stars are out. Michelle Obama's there. She's sitting next to Eddie Vedder's wife, oh, ironically. Oh, what's she like? Uh, I didn't get to meet her, unfortunately. Ah. Tall, model. She's okay. Oh, okay. She's a bit annoyingly woke on the social media. It's uh, a little much. That's a, that's a tough one. I don't care for the social media personality, but what can you do? You're dating a rock. You're married to a rock star. Loosen up, you coos. I know, but what can you do? But she's got the best seats in the house. They're sitting right behind the uh, the baseline there. Mm. They got all. They got a whole table set up. It's Michelle. It's the whole thing. And this place was electric, Marcus. I mean, yeah. it was bananas. Wild. I, I've been to two deciding games of the World Series. Paled in comparison. Paled. Paled. Beyond the pale. Yes, pale rider. I mean, it was just something else, and people were going nuts, and we're chanting and screaming, and I'm by myself. There was a nice Asian fella next to me. We started chatting. We made friends. Yes. Then there was an older guy with his daughter, and it's the classic thing where the daughter does not care, <sighs> and she has no idea this is going to be a four-and-a-half-hour match. You can hear her being like, is it almost over? What's going on here? He's like, it's about three more hours, honey. Oh, man. You want to just hit her with a racket. The whole thing's a racket. It is a big racket. Folks, get Racket it? Magazine. Okay. Racket. But yeah. Wow. I'd love to go one year. But we you, should go. Let's go. But the problem is you want to, it's like the Super Bowl. You just go. You see the game. This is so many uh, intramurals and finals and semifinals. You want to go to the big one. It's Well, the big one's exciting. Well, they're both exciting because if you go early on, we'll do this next year. We'll go early because it's like a festival atmosphere. Yes. Because <clears throat> there's, you know, 130 players playing. It's all day. And you can stay there for like seven, eight hours. Wow. But then what's so exciting, when you go in the early rounds, it's the festival. It's it's matches on every court all over the place. Uh-huh. But then you go the second week for the semifinal, the finals, it's down to two guys. Uh-huh. So uh, last year, you may remember, I went with Louie to the final. Mm-hmm. $8,000 tickets. Yay! Each. Ay, 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 Each? He paid. Yeah, wow. 16 grand, this guy. I thought he was canceled. Ready to have $8,000? Yeah, he does okay, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's got money. So I go to the semifinal. I'm very excited. This is Friday afternoon. I'm about to head out there. Mm. Very excited for the for the big tournament. What is it, about 10 minutes from your house? That's uh, about a half hour car or train, about equal. I guess it is Forest Hills, which is on the tip of Queens. Yeah, it's out there. So, tip of the spear. This is where it gets crazy. So I'm sitting at home. I got my tickets to the semifinal. Now, also, Pearl Jam's in town for the weekend. You know what a Pearl Jam nut I am. Man, what a weekend. 
crazy. So catered it gets, for you. It gets crazy. So they're playing uh, Sunday at Madison Square Garden, makeup date from COVID yes, years yes. ago. I got my fan club. I've been in the fan club since 1996. I got oh. my fan club tickets. Very excited about that. Then they're playing the Apollo Theater. Legendary. Ooh. Bigger and blacker. Ella Fitzgerald, the other guy. Yes, yes, black people. I used to live there, two blocks from there. I performed there. You did? I opened for Schumer's HBO special, oh, directed right. by Chris Rock, and he gave me shit. That's right. That's insane. Insane. I have a, don't tell anybody, I have a piece of the wall. I stole the piece of the wall off the Apollo and framed it. What? Yeah, it's at my home. Oh, my God. The Apollo. I know. Creed. Went to the Apollo. Should have seen him. Go, go, go. She yeah. said, hey, babe. Take a walk on the wild side. You got that right. So the play of the Apollo, it's a serious radio event, invite only, no tickets, mm. no selling, no reselling. Mm. It's only for serious radio contest winners and employees. So, of got course, it. I hit up old big head Dan Soder uh, months Danny ago. Sodes. Months ago, I say, hey, listen, obviously, you know me, still the same OG, but I've been low key. I got to get these PJ tickets. You work there. He works at NBC. I work at NBC. <laughs> crackle, crackle. So I say, hey, keep an ear out. Keep a giant head out. And he goes, you got it. And he's going, you know, no one can get tickets. Not even so-and-so can get tickets. The yep. whole thing, the tickets. Yes, tickets. Then I got a Tuesday, Brian Callen. Got a, no, Brian, who's the comedian? Callen? Cullen. This is Brian Cullen. I don't know Cullen. This is a, he's a Tuesday. I don't really know Callen either. But uh, okay, he's a gay. We got a gay on the line. So he's messaging me going, hey, I'm working the event. I work for whatever, whatever. I might be able to get you a ticket. So oh. I got him. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that was like a little air horn. Oof, when the oof. air horn's out of juice. Oof. Woo-wee. That's those cookies there, Chuck. I don't know what you gave me. I don't know why you'd eat any kind of cookie that Chuck brought. But, <laughs> was it um, goat milk? Yikes. <laughs> Jesus. Bah. So Duh. I got him messaging me going, maybe I can get you a ticket. And then I just give up on it. I go, all right, well, whatever. I'm not going to go crazy. It's exclusive. It's Saturday night. I got other stuff going on. You've seen the band. I've seen the band. But then old Danny Boy Soder, my oldest friend in New York, first guy I made buds with. You got that right. Hits me with the text. Hey, you still want to see Pearl Jam at the Apollo? And I just take my pants off, take a photo of my dick. I, uh, you know, I photograph his mouth on it. Yes. Send it over. I said, this could be you if you get me this ticket. Wait a minute. He gets to blow you? Yeah, that's not right. Hold on now. Well, whatever. Not a great prize. But either way, it's a either, decent Photoshop. Either, what about the Nathan for you with the posters where the guy draws the dicks on it? It's gold, this guy. It's Kid's good. So He's very good. We should get him on. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. He's not a talker. No, he seems like he'd be quiet. Yes, yes. Stiff, stiff cunt. But ah, they open for Pearl Jam. <laughs> stiff cunt. <laughs> but, they stink. <laughs> the shitty uh, Beatles. So. Tuesdays is also brought to you by Displate. Looking for something different to cover up that hole in your wall? Displate is the cool new metal poster that you'll want in every room. They have millions of cool designs available featuring gaming, movies, comics, and anime. Displate also features officially licensed designs, including Star Wars, Netflix, and many more. I love Displate. I got a big old poster of Kramer yelling the N-word on my wall. It's great. 
You get all the stuff you want, all the characters. They got everybody. It only takes 20 seconds to hang a display, too, and I'm not good at hanging. I'm not well hung. No power tools needed, no damages, and no frustrations. Once you mount one, you can switch out a new plate in a flash. With every one that you buy, display paint plants a tree. Wow. Hmm. How about that? Go plant some trees, folks. You need them. Click the link in our description to see some of our favorite disc plates and save up to 29%. Get 25% off if you buy one or two. And up to 29% off when you buy three or more. Wow, that's a steal. Great a deal. deal. Discounts will automatically be applied to your cart when you click the link or use code TUESDAYS when you visit Displate.com. That's Displate.com. Code TUESDAYS or click the link in our show notes. Displate. Back to the show. I, he messages me, long story long. He messaged me, he goes, I got a ticket. It's just one. I go, oh, my God, I'm just shitting one. my pants. I'm just writing to him. I'm going, I, I'm going to blow you. I'll suck you off. And then this guy, Brian's like, I think I can get you. I said, don't worry about it. But if you can get a ticket for Cantor, that would be great. Ah. So then Brian Tuesday goes, I've heard you mention him. I'll try my best. He ended up not being able to get one because this event was insane. But either way, we appreciate you, Brian. Good to see you. Good to meet you. Sorry, Kent. You're out. You can't go. Yeah, you can't go. But it, it, it streamed live, so we listened at home. He was okay. very happy. Now, now what are you thinking? Uh, what is the uh, Apollo's got to be what? 800 people? 1,500. 1,500 people. I was way off. And did they let Close. they let everybody in? So it was it was tight. And it was an event because uh, Pearl Jam has these nuts. Everyone just shows up trying to get in, but there's no scalpers. It's a list only, the whole thing. Wow. I had to go there. This is like, I feel like a youth. I need to go there Thursday afternoon to go pick up your ticket. It's like a lady with shoeboxes. Wow. It's like Ticketmaster in the 80s. It was so exciting. I get my ticket and you're like holding on to it. I feel like a boy. Woo, no ticky, no, no laundry. laundry. So now I'm going to the men's semifinal day and night session on Friday. Saturday, I'm going to Pearl Gym at the Apollo. Sunday, uh, there's the men's final. I'm going to watch it at home. And then... Going to Pro Gym at the Garden. Wow, what a schedule! But you're kind of uh, breaking even because you spent what sixteen thousand dollars on the U.S. Open. You probably bought nine cokes, three cookies, and fourteen T-shirts. That's about right. Then you go see Pearl Jam. That ticket would be what I don't know, a couple hundo, eight hundred dollars, six hundred. But you got that free. The Apollo's free. Yes. The Garden's two tickets. That's about three hundred bucks. Nick Apollo. So yeah, I'm taking a loss, but I'm having a great weekend. Then I get this. Uh-oh. You ever get this? You're going to love this. I don't know this. Sitting around Uh-oh. Thursday. Been there. Thursday afternoon. I got a couple spots that night. I'm just sitting on the couch watching Nathan View, jerking off, wishing I was as talented as him. Sure. Thursdays I get the text stories. from the agent. Ah. Now, how often do your agent text? Not that often. Not that often. Only when something bad is happening. It's this text. Check your email. Ooh. That could go either way. Now that gives you a little. It gives you a little shiver. Yeah, a little jolt. I go check my email. Oh, I had a missed call too. Missed ah. call plus text. Check your email. So I go. All right, missed call. Check my email. Check the email. It's forwarded from the U.S. Open. Whoa! Wait a minute. And it says I am prepared to pay Joe List boop to come. And co-host a watch-along YouTube show on Sunday for the men's final. Now, I'm beeping the amount of money because if I said it, you'd take your pants off and chew them like bubblegum and <laughs> ship your dick right in my ass. I mean, I mean is that something? 
I thought I, I thought Nathan for you was pranking me. I'm looking around for Nathan Fielder. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're on the fielder. You're out there. You're a fielder reporter. I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm loving it. Wait, sorry. And this, this money, this is no joke. The U.S. Open tickets cost eight grand a piece, so they got a little money to <laughs> shell out. I, I was doing the bit, so I missed everything you said. Say it again. <laughs> Will you there, sweatpants? They say we are prepared to pay Joe List. Boo! To come. Wait, they c- called you a slur? Yeah, they oh, said okay. that. It was pretty rough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they thought I was Jewish. I explained the I whole thing. I see, I see. So they, I, they, they have a bunch of money. So I call my agent. I go, bah, 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 what? Yeah. And I go, well, I'm going. I'm like, I want to go. But so I, I'm in a little quandary here because it's the men's final. They see what a tennis fan I am. I'm posting about it. I'm tweeting about it. I'm talking about it. I'm a comedian. I'm fun. It's with this woman, Allie Love. You know this Allie Love? I don't know, but she's perfect for tennis. Is she 40, Love? Allie, Allie Love? I think she's under. We have the same birthday. Did ah, a little research. How do you like that? So she's a Peloton instructor. She's Whoa, huge. I, I can only imagine she's a, an attractive lady. Very attractive lady. All right, Allie. Very attractive. She's got, I look her up, do a quick search. She's got 866,000 followers. Ooh, cutting close to a mill, Al. And I go, I, I text a couple people because I know some Peloton people. And I go, you know this woman? They're like, you know Peloton you? people? Well, my, the people that use it. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were in the mix in the Peloton club. I'm out of the mix. And they go, what? Allie Love? I want every morning. I use her every morning. Oh, my God. And I go, well, that's. That's it. I'm I'm sitting there with the Melvin Fog. <laughs> I go. <laughs> Mel Torme. I go. Yeah, it's gonna be me and her. And they're like, oh my god, where do we walk? People are flipping out over this woman. Yes, yes. So what is the gig? So the gig is it's this idea that many people have had that my friend Derek's been telling us we should do for the Super Bowl. Sure. Someday we'll do it. It's like a watch along. You put on our show while you watch the men's final. Ah. And so it's just us sitting around, eating food, making jokes, talking tennis, talking life. But if you don't want to watch John McEnroe go, oh, he's got quite a backstroke there. Mm. It's just a uh, backstroke. Uh, you put this on. like a su- I think people do it with the Super Bowl. Ah. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you play the video, but you get to listen to a pod? You watch the game, you press mute, and on your computer right. here, you have you and me going, hey, it's the Super Bowl, shove a football up my ass. I do this all the time. I'll put on a pod I like and watch UFC muted. Yeah, so that's the deal, but we're talking tennis. Got it. And she's been doing it the whole time, but they're you know they're running out of co-hosts or guests. They're trying to keep it spicy. Wow. So they said, let's get a comedian. Uh-huh. And they got me. Just from the posting. Well, so it, it turns out he just called a comedy club. What? I think New York Comedy Club, and I believe it was Amy. I'm not sure. Hawthorne. I believe. Because he gave me a name, and he was like, Anya? And everyone's like, there's no Anya there. No Anya. Nanya. So she was like, well, I, guess, I mean, Joe List, I know, is obsessed with tennis. Wow. And he was like, okay, I'll check this guy out. He watched my special. Yeah. And I assume saw me posting every 10 minutes about tennis. Look at that. They give me the call. I love it. You got the call, Fatty. This is unreal. And they paid you a decent coin, I assume. Big old coin. Well, I take back everything. I thought you, you maybe frayed a little money for the wheelchair with the Pearl Jam tickets, but now you're getting paid by the Open. So, but then you get your money right back. But then I'm nervous because I'm wow. like this. So I'm talking to my agent. I'm like, okay, but the tournament, the, the match starts at 4 p.m. Okay. And this Alcaraz, he's been playing these five setters, four and a half hours, five hours. He had matched end at two fifty in the morning on uh, oh, whatever last Tuesday. Hell, that's a lot of unbelievable. So I'm like, it's gonna start at four. They're gonna do ceremony, coin flip, all that shit. If this thing goes four hours, 
we're in the eight PMs here. So you gotta talk for that long. We gotta talk for that long, but also I'm like, I got this Pearl Jam show. Oh, the PJS. Pearl Jam's at the garden. Yes. It's 7.30 show, but they come out at usually like 9.20, but traffic getting out. Uh-huh. You got to get there. Uh-huh. So I, it's not an immediate yes. I'm like, oh my oh. God, the stars are aligning horribly. And by the way, they say, and we'll throw in tickets to the women's final on Saturday. Yeah. So... <laughs> I got Pearl Jam with the Apollo. Now I got two beauties, two sweeties, primos. Oh, you got two. To the women's final. Oh, the yes. women's. The women's. To the women's. Yes, yes. And to the, the Bush women. So now, but that Apollo show's at 9 p.m. The women only play three sets, so it's a much shorter match. So now my my weekend is men's semifinal day sesh, men's semifinal night sesh, Saturday, women's final, great seats. Yes. Then Apollo, Pearl Jam, and then Sunday, I got to go to the men's final, so I'm like, I got to do it. Boop. Oh, jeez. Oh, bleep, oh, bleep that. Bleep that. For only one day. Yes, for four work. hours. For four yes. hours. Wow. Not even work. And you don't have to leave, yeah. right? It's at home? No, no, I got to go there. Oh, I'm you got to go the there. Okay, okay. That's why I'm so worried. Put a bleep in. I, I said the timestamp so that I can remember correctly. Okay, Beautiful. Great. So, no one needs to know it's 200 grand. So anyways, I, yeah, I'm like, I feel weird. I get it. Whatever. So... So I go, all right, I'll do it, but tell them I need a car. They got to uh-huh. get me out of there Good to the you. garden. Good for you. And I'm doing the math, and I'm like, okay, it's like a 30-minute car ride. If the match goes five sets, though, I'm fucked. Uh. So I'm excited. Steve Rogers is coming to Pearl Jam with me. I go, why don't you come with me to the whoa, tennis? Whoa, whoa, whoa. you bringing that guy? Well, he loves rock and roll. He's a big rock and roll no guy. Canner? Canner's already there. Oh, this is not the Apollo. No, the Apollo's a single. I see. I'm thinking Apollo. So I'm a single ticket for Apollo. I got two for MSG. Sorry. I'm bringing... Uh, I need a spreadsheet here. There's a lot of plates jizzing. A lot going on. I got a great laugh, too. Like Pearl Jam comes out to play the first song. Everyone goes crazy. And then right as they finish the song, I lean into Steve. I go, it's 400 bucks for the ticket, by the way. <laughs> Huge laugh. <laughs> Felt good. That was fun. So I commit, but I go, yeah, I got to run right out of there. Yeah. And so all day, I'm like, I'm doing this thing, but I don't want to miss the show. Oh, my God. But I'm going, all right, well, I've seen them 44 times. If I miss a little bit, I'll miss a little bit. I'm getting paid money. Yes, yes, money. So we go out to the U.S. Open. So now we're VIPs. Wow. You know, because you got to get the, you get scanned. You come in the back way. Wow, we, we the come anal. In, we come in the back. Matthew Perry's over here. Jerry oh, Seinfeld is over here. Could you be any more impressed? You could try, but you would not succeed. <laughs> so, what's uh, the deal with the net? We in got, basketball, all net is good. In tennis, it's bad. We got Perry. We got Seinfeld. We got Rogers. Ah, big drop off. Biggest dick around. Sure. Penis, I mean. Aha. Uh-huh. So, nice uh, kid. Very sweet boy. So we go out there. It's all exciting, but I'm checking the clock. I get in. I meet Allie Love. She couldn't be sweeter. All right, Love. Have a great time. And the crowd is piling in. A few Tuesdays are there. Hey, the gays have stepped it up with the finances. I'm standing up there. A guy's putting makeup. A lady's putting makeup on me, and I just hear, it's all pipes. Whoa! And I'm like, this, hey. And the, you know, the, the, the eyelash thing goes right in my eye. I'm like, yeah. hey, pipes. <laughs> that's lunch. So that's exciting. And it's crazy because I've been going to the tournament all weekend, so now it's a switcheroo. I'm at the, I'm on set instead of you know out in the crowd with the right. losers. Wow! So did you get your money back for the old tickets? I felt that way. I was like, what about how about the hookup? Yeah, because I'm here now with the lanyard. Well, it's funny because I got the gig on Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon, 
Then you go, all of a sudden you feel like the guy that came up, the USTA guy, came up to my section at 335 to meet me and say, hey, we're excited about tomorrow or whatever. Uh But you're kind of like, well, can I get an upgrade? Because now I work for you. Yes, yeah. What am I doing in the nosebleed, you queef? I'm up here in the nosebleeds. How about, how about a hookup? But he's like, ah, you'll be hooked up the other day on okay. Sunday. Okay. So then yesterday we go to the final and he gives us the tour. The women's doubles final happens before the men's final. Got it. So he gives me a tour. We're in the bowels of the stadium. I'm like, ah, I got goosebumps. I'm gay. He took us down to the camera pit. Have you seen the camera pit? On the baseline, there's this long black rectangle yes. behind the players yes. for cameras. But for the women's doubles, nobody gives a shit, so it's empy. I sit down there. I'm watching. You're at court level. Oh, you got to see the photo. I'll Lord. post it. Please post. It's crazy. Plus, they're beautiful women. Oh, it's very got exciting. That right. Great legs. So you're just sitting there, and the, the serve comes right at you. It, like, hits the fucking wall. Wow. You're like, this is nuts. I'm, like, punching Steve. I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, and I love those ball boys and gals, because they're so, they're like British soldiers. It's just, yeah, they're so a 10 and 2, and... And they're terrified. They they grab that ball and get the hell out of the way. I love that. They're militant. They're, it's so exciting. <clears throat> we walk by the men's locker room. We're in the hallway. When you watch, they stop and do a pre-interview. I'm there. I'm standing in the spot. He's like, that's the men's locker room. I'm like, this is where Nadal comes out, Federer, Serena. They all walk out of that locker room. It's so crazy. Novak, used to. So it's uh, that's a whole other bag of tits. Don't touch it. So silly. But... Anyways, we go there, we jump on set, we're watching the tennis, we're having a great time, free food, they're giving us chips and fries, all this crazy shit. Oh, free food, because that would have been $800 at the concessions. It's so fun, but in my head, I'm like doing the math, being like, if this is a long match, first two sets fly by, it's like 35 minutes each, so I'm like, oh my god, we're two sets in, it's only an hour and ten, we're gonna cruise! Yeah, Tom! Then the third set goes to a tiebreaker. It's like an hour and 20 minute set. Mm. And so now I'm like, the sun is down. I'm starting to be like, fuck. Show's at nine. Show is at 7.30, but there's an opener. They usually come out 9, okay. 15. Also, you got to get in that fucker. Exactly. And they sent an email while I'm there. Pearl Jam sends an email being like, hey, Pearl Jam's coming out at 8.45 tonight. Wow, I'm like, oh that's my. nice. They sent an email. I know, but you're like, 845. Is that real? Or is it like rock and roll talk? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, they're white. So then it's fourth set, and I'm like, he's got to, Alcaraz has to win it in the fourth set. Because this goes five. I'm missing Pearl Jam. Yes. I wonder who the opener was. Is it is it like the Bee Gees, or is it just some, is it the Stiff Cunts? Who is it? They're called Pluralone. Well, all right. I think he did the right thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a p- plural, but... Alone. One at the end? Oh, plural, plural one. Alone. Plural one or plural alone? It sounds like a medicine. Oh, my aunt, she's on plural alone. She's <laughs> <laughs> got arthritis. So the thing goes, it's a really fun, it's exciting. I'm looking at the clock for about a half an hour during this broadcast, by the way. I'm just You can just see me like this. <laughs> I just lose it because I'm thinking about, you know, Barbara O'Reilly. But it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that you're making good cl- good cash you're in the u.s open you're working there all your dreams are coming true and somehow it's turned into we gotta end this fucking thing this is stressing me out it's ruining my life well because you're like it's it's all if it works out you're like amazing but you know i always talk about this money with value and stuff you're like it's not worth 
to miss the concert. I know. I would trade the concert for the money. But on paper, you've seen them 900 times. I know. You're going the next day, even. You know but, what? But I, I still get it. Well, some of it's ego, too, because you're like, you don't want to show up late and be like, excuse me. The 10 songs in, I'm like, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me. And everyone's like this. Who's this fucking idiot getting here? To play it? <laughs> yeah, and you right. want to be like this? I was at the Apollo, and I had a I had a thing in my mind too. I was like, if anyone, if we're late and someone questions me, I'll be able to say where I was backstage. But then they're going to be like, you were backstage, but you're sitting in section 206? Right. Why wouldn't you? Hilarious. You've had this argument with nobody. We all do it. Because you have that thing where people are like this, why are you late? You don't care about the band? I'm like, I care. I was at the U.S. Open. I was making money. Ah, This is funny, because that's what you would do to somebody else. Exactly. So you you, you twist it on yourself, which is funny. I'd be like, what are you doing? You just got here, you fucking loser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so then we're in the fourth set, and now we're supposed to be like kind of uh, impartial. Mm. We're like the, the the media. You're neutral. Yes, but then I want this match to end so bad, and I'm an Alcaraz fan. So the whole towards the end, I'm like, come on, yeah! And then he wins it. I go crazy, and I just slam the mic down. I kick over the table. I slap my co-host in the face, and just ran. I grabbed my big check. I just sprint. I didn't say goodbye. I sprinted out. I grabbed Steve. I threw him on my shoulder like a wow. fireman. Nine eleven, yes. and just ran out. And I'm like, "Get the car. Where's the car?" And then all the celebrities start piling out, and I'm like, "Hey." Back of the line, Perry. Yeah. I gotta get to Pearl Jam. <laughs> We're not friends. And we saw we saw Jerry over there. We heard him being like, "What's the deal with my car?" And I'm like, "This Jerry." Ah. And then Steve, you know, he's a nerd, so he's like, "Jerry's here." And I'm like, I got him by the collar. I'm like, "Let's go, you piece of shit." <laughs> Jazzy Jeffed him right in the car. He's like, "Whoa!" We jump in the car. We His jump. Dick's hanging out the door. <laughs> he closed the door. My dick. So we jump in the car. It's raining now, and it feels so. Classic New York. We leave the U.S. Open to wow. get in the car, to wow. get to Madison Square Garden for Pearl Jam. We get there. We run upstairs, get to our seats. Beautiful front row in the upper deck there so you can see the whole crowd. What do you think you made at 8.38? We got there at about exactly 8.30. They ended up coming out at 9.20, as always. Or 9.10, excuse me. Yeah. So we had about, which was good, we had a solid 40 minutes to sit and just be like this. Whew. Wow. Here we go. Relax. Catch your breath. Band comes out. <clears throat> great show. Killer show. Great energy. It's not worth trying to even get into or explain, but it was just beautiful and spiritual and wonderful. So my weekend to wrap up, Friday, men's semi, men's semi number two, five-set match, four and a half hours, Alcaraz, Tiafo Electric, Saturday, women's final. Hey. Then straight to the Apollo for Pearl Jam. By the way, best seats ever. I was in fourth row on the aisle, oh, mezzanine. Soda. Just right there. At one point, the electricity they had to reboot because it's an old theater. So mm. Eddie Vedder just played by himself. No oh. amplification. On the coup, we all had to shush each other. Everyone was like, shh. And he just plays like with no microphone. Wow. That was special. The show's amazing. I run out of there, get a car, take it home. Sunday, U.S. Open, tour of the building. YouTube, men's final, jump in the car, Pearl Jam last night. I'm on top of the world. I want to kill myself. Oh, my Lord. This is, I mean, soak it in, Fatty, because it doesn't get better than that. Doesn't get any better than this. And I hope uh, old Raji is uh, blowing you, because that's a, oh. quite a make-a-wish, quite a dream weekend you, you gave him there. Dream night. 
Big blow. I mean, and then we were in the car just reflecting and pushing each other into the bushes. I was like, this is insane. And uh, it was, as you get older, you can be more in the moment. I'm in the show. In the old days, you're like this. Oh, my God. I hope they play this. My father's gay. Mm. I have no money. But I I was able to really get in there and soak and be in this meditative place. And we were jumping up and down and sweating and making friends. And the, it's beautiful. Can I throw this? Because uh, here's the thing about New York City. New York City is a concrete cum-guzzling jungle. It beats you down. You miss your train. You get rained on. You get mugged. You get, you get ripped off. You get hit by a cab. Whatever it is. But every now and then, mm. you get a night like that because you have to have a city of this stature to be able to have a night with that many amazing, or a weekend with that many amazing things in it, and you got all the way to the top where you got the fucking lanyard, you got the the, the Make-A-Wish, you got the Pearl Jam tickets because you know Soder. All these years of connections and things came together, and it just was perfect stars aligning. It was aligning, and that's the thing that's great about a city like this is the bands always come to your city. If you right. live in Tulsa, you're like, every once in a while, every four years, you're like, Skinner's coming. Yes. Ah! yes. But in New York, they're every, on every tour, you get the movie when they first come out, the open, of course. Yes. It's very exciting place to live. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was loving the city this week. And then you left Pearl Jam. It was raining, and you have that vibrations post-concert. Yes. It's drizzling, but you don't even care because it was so hot in the room that you're like, Oh, oh yeah! It's just all your connections came into to you know, the social media, soda, all the shit. Just uh, amazing! What a what a weekend! And I gotta give a shout out to, I think Amy Hawthorne at New York Comedy Club. I think whoever it was, and I gotta give a shout out to the USTA, which I never thought I'd say, but they for having me and paying me and being such great hosts. Allie Love was so kind to have me. All right, love. I just felt uh special. It was it was an amazing weekend and Dan Soder of course, Serious Radio. That crowd was a little late cuz it was all Serious Radio employees. Mm, a little jaded. They've seen it all. Yeah, well they're just like they just went because it was like a work event. The lady right. next to me was like, I hope they play Even Flow. And I'm like, I hate you. I hate you so bad. I want to throw you off this balcony. Uh, she's got a heavy flow. But, you know, I I, uh, I can't wait for the email about how uh, they gentrified the Apollo and somebody's upset about it. But while we're in it, let's soak in the joy. Good times. How are we doing on time? Because I got some good news. All right. It's not great. Can't compete with this. But uh, so... As you know, the old dick-sucking watch is a beeper. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah, and I've been getting <laughs> trashed and queefed on and kicked in the dick all over town about it. I, it. I was on stage at the Richmond Funny Bone, and it went, I was in a pause, and it went, beep, beep, and somebody went, ah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it comes, you know, I'm it's, holding the mic like this, so it's, pretty, uh, it's yeah, pretty close. It's terrible. So one guy was like, that's the fucking watch, you know. So I could hear people, there's a murmur. So I'm like, man, this this is becoming a menace to society. It's, it's actually becoming a problem. Really bad. At first I thought it was a goof. Hey, we're, we're beeping. So it beeps on Rogan. Rogan gives me shit. He's like, why are you wearing that? You got that out of a gumball machine. I said, you're on roids. Whatever. We got into it. But Timex messages me. Really? Yes. Johnny Timex hits me up on the gram. DM, baby. Blue check. And he goes, hey, Dick cheese, you're killing us. Like, this watch is making us look bad. Of course. He's like, tell me what kind of watch you have, and I will give you the instructions to stop it from beeping. And I was like, wow. 
Like, he took the time. He, he's going to give me instructions. So I go, geez, Louise, Johnny Timebeck. So I write back. I go, hey, I appreciate you, you reaching out. I got to be honest. I thought you were going to say, how about a nice new watch? Mm. <laughs> Just to throw him a little curveball, a little heat, a sure. little chin music. And he goes, uh, he takes a few days. And then he writes back, all right, pick out a watch from this list. Wow. We got a new watch on the way. A beepless watch. A Did beepless. you say give me a beepless? I said no beep. I hate the beep. Uh, beep, beep. The beeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. And uh, it's coming. It's in the mail. It's not it's not great looking, but it's coming. So is he still not messaging about this one, though? Because it went off earlier in this episode. That's what I don't <laughs> oh, understand. I didn't, I didn't think you'd notice. Well, I mean, oh, I noticed. he said I could help you, but if you got a new watch coming, what's the diff? Well, the diff is we had to go off during this and but then the next pod. I won't be wearing it next pod. Well, the oh. bonus, we're going to do a bonus, and in 22 minutes we'll still be recording. It's <laughs> no, going to give me the startles. I think we can handle one more beep in us before we retire it. If or... it's the last beep, I'll take it. But All right. Beep, beep. The beeps, the meeps, and the sweeps. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I hope it's a better looking watch and uh, better really. sounding. Yeah, it's not great. I had a few options, but I, I didn't want to go analog. I like the digital. What's analog? You know, the hands. Oh, hands. that's analog. Yes. Anal log. Ooh. That's a, that's a poo. <laughs> had one of those today. <laughs> that's, that's almost all logs is anal, I guess. Yeah, well, you got the forest. <laughs> you had logs? And uh, what is it, Lincoln? He Lincoln logs. logs. I wonder if he did that. Every time he took a shit, I wonder if he went, Lincoln log. I think it probably wasn't called Lincoln log till after he died. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> That's fun. But maybe he did anyway. Maybe it worked anyways. Yeah. Lincoln Log. That alliteration freed the slaves. Lincoln Logs were fun. I liked the little ones because they were the size of my dick. It was like a perfect I don't know the little ones. Yeah, they had the little bitty ones. It was like one inch. Oh, I never caught that. Well, you needed some to make like a garage or something. Uh, I see. (laughs) We just whipped them at each other. No one built anything. (laughs) Same with the race car tracks. Those were just swords after a while. Big time. One time my friend, I was laying there watching TV and he just... Wow, hit me right in the sack, and it it hit one nut. Mm. Ruined me for like two days. I was like, ah, I was out. <laughs> I gotta, I'm sure I've told it a million times, but there was a comedian named Hogwild. I know Hogwild. <laughs> Big fan. His name was Hogwild, and he was always, <laughs> I, I've told this a million times. He would also work the hostel. DePaulo De, De came down one time to hang out, and he goes, um, he says to the host, my name's Nick. And then the guy goes, I'm hog wild. And he goes, what do you want me to say? And Nick goes, bring me up. As... I can't wait. He goes, bring me up as one nutty fuck. <laughs> Don't you love that? Because... You meet a guy named Hog Wild, and we all just have to go with it. Like, it's not weird. Our whole job as comedians is to tear down silly bullshit that stands out. And Nick can just, you get an outsider coming in, because we've all normalized it. And an outsider comes in and just pops that bubble with a pin, and it's a beautiful thing. And also, though, like, one nutty fuck, only to Paulo. Yes. No one else would come up with that series of words. And in that instance. One nutty fuck off the top of his head. <laughs> Because he could have said, you know, wacky guy or, yeah, uh, you know, ball. kooky Steve. Yeah. But he went with one nutty fuck. 
It's so funny that you have a comedian named One Nutty Fuck. Oh, and that's yeah. the ball. And he's like, shut up, you cunt. Yeah, right. Oh, God, that <laughs> killed me. It's like burned in my memory. It was probably 2006. Did Hogwild get it? Did he go, oh, he's making fun of me? I think I think he was kind of like, oh, yeah, I got you. Right, right, right. But one Nutty Fuck. Yeah, because, you know, Mad Dog, I don't want to get into it, but Mad Dog, you know, you, the first time you meet Mad Dog, you're like, Mad Dog? All right. Because right. everyone else goes with it, so you're like, I guess I got to go with it, too. Yeah, but. like Cowhead. I mean, Calta finally went back to Mike. Exactly. But he was Cowhead for a long time. You had to be like, hey, Cow. Yeah, you don't see a lot of Whitey going with the uh, the Earthquakes and the Bruce Bruce and the Talents and the Imagines <laughs> and the Smokies. And the Lils and the Bigs. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Lils and Bigs. Yeah, yeah. we just go now. Some guys will change their name up to sound cooler. Yeah. But not really a, an object or a thing. I, I almost fainted. That made me dizzy. What are we at? Forty minutes or? Oh, oh all right. Right. okay. I have no idea. We're, you get some. Yeah, you got some uh, dates or prunes or yeah. figs. So this week, I think tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow I'm at the L.A. Improv, the Hollywood Improv. The first show is sold out. Thanks to everybody that sold it out. Hell yeah! Second show, there's got to be some tickets available, I would think. And then uh, end of the month, Royal Oak Comedy Castle, September 29th, 30, October 1st. And then uh, I got, I don't know the exact dates, but Hartford Funny Bone, Syracuse Funny Bone, Comedy on State in Madison. I'm doing the uh, Vermont Comedy Festival, I think it's called, oh, December. Fun. That's a good club. Oh, I love that club. And um, they're all on ComedianJoeList.com. Go subscribe to my YouTube. I got a bunch of shit on there. I made a little short with Katie Hannigan and Mike Vecchione. They're hilarious. Oh, yeah. And um, more stuff coming soon. So do all those things. Hell, yeah. This comes out tomorrow? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, so this weekend, I'm at Brea Comedy Club in L.A. Then on Wednesday, I'm at the uh, Bakersfield Tembler Brewing, Tembler Brewing Co. So that's uh, sold out. We added a show. That'll be interesting. Uh, Brea, come on out. San Jose Improv. That's a big room. We'd love to have some gays there. The Danforth Theater in Taranto. Royal Oak Music Theater with Jeff Asmus. That'll be interesting. Oh, boy. Orlando Improv, baby. Yeah. Back to Florida, Rococo Theater, Pantages Theater, and the Angler Theater in Iowa. We are going all over God's Green Earth, Revolution Hall in Portland, Neptune Theater, Funny Bone Albany, Wilbur, Fillmore in Philly, New Orleans at the Joy, Let's Get Kooky, Let's Go Gay, Come out. Get on the Patreon. We're about to do one right now. Oh, yeah. It is rocking and rolling, folks. It's just the hottest Patreon in town. Three bucks. You can't lose, or more if you want, whatever you're feeling. And I uh, think that'll do it. Get a shirt. Get a mug. Go kill your dad. No one wants to be.